You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Join Sharon as she discusses the human experience of creating and maintaining relationships of all kinds, from friendships to family and everything in between. And now, here's Sharon. Welcome to another episode of Ship Talking, 97.9 The Hills show, where we tell your stories of relationships, connections, breakups, makeups, and everything. I am your host, Sharon. Glad to be back with you. Thank you for listening. We have a lot of local guests on the show, but since we've been recording remotely, we've been able to expand our reach a bit and chat with friends from all over the country. I have two close friends joining me today from my time in Mississippi. Parks and Vance are calling in from New Albany, Mississippi. Parks and Vance, tell our listeners from Chapel Hill a little bit about New Albany. Well, New Albany is a very small town, obviously, in North Mississippi. And uh, your listeners might be aware of the great uh, Nobel Prize winning author, William Faulkner, who was born here. They might also be familiar with a singer or, you know, rock musician named Elvis Presley, who was born in Tupelo, about 20 minutes from us. They might be familiar with Ole Miss or the University of Mississippi in Oxford, and we're about 30 minutes from there. Uh, So we're kind of in the, uh, we're kind of in a pretty good hub for Southern culture here. Are you a Faulkner fan and an Elvis fan because of that? I really, I really, I really try to be, um, but I don't, being a Faulkner fan is very difficult. He's a tough read and, uh, I really enjoy, I, th- I recommend anybody, uh, his short stories if you want to get into Faulkner, uh, and you can really learn to be a fan that way and then slowly work your way into the novels. Now, Vance, my wife here is a transplant. So this is like a foreign country for her. She's from the coast. She's from Mobile, Alabama, which right. is. Which you would think one state over wouldn't make that big of a difference, but you're going from the coast in one state to the hill country in the other, and it was definitely a culture shock for sure. Isn't doesn't Mobile claim the original birthplace of Mardi Gras? Yes, okay. it is true. It is true. Is that what you were going to ask, Sharon? Because I could already tell. I saw it coming. It has to. Be. <laughs> so Faulkner is not from Oxford, and Mardi Gras is not from New Orleans. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, I will say. Um, Faulkner is is a North Mississippi guy. North Mississippi is, well, Northeast Mississippi is a very specific region within Mississippi called the Hill Country. Faulkner is a Hill Country writer. He's not from the Delta, which is a different region of Mississippi. He's not from the coast. He's not from the Jackson area. He's from our little, what he called a postage stamp of native soil. Our neck Uh, of the woods. Our neck of the woods, as we would say, in Northeast Mississippi. I have a, a giant framed map of Yakna Patafa County in my in my bedroom. That's cool. Yeah, and, and I would say that, yeah, the reason why he didn't just go with what we call Lafayette County where Oxford is, he could have named it that, but it's Yakna Patafa because it's really, it's Tippa County, it's Union County, it's Lafayette County, it's Lee County, it's all the little counties around uh, the area of Northeast Mississippi. All right, well, thank you for that, Mississippi lesson that I didn't intend to go into, but I'm glad we did. I just um, can't help myself. <laughs> no, I love it. Uh, I wish we could talk more about it, but that's not what this show is about. I invited Parks and Vance on because uh, y'all are a couple, I would say, who I've honestly admired for a while. And I also, I've, I've enjoyed hearing about how you've grown together over the years and what I think are some pretty unique ways, which I'm excited for you to share with us. Um, but why don't we start with having you tell us just a little bit more about yourself, you know, what you do, and your how you met story. Well, uh, I am from New Albany, Mississippi. Uh, I, I have always been from here, even though technically I was born in Memphis, just because this town's small. 
and my mom didn't trust the hospital. But I'm from New Albany. I'm a native son here, uh, and I've stayed here, and I'm a teacher in the local public school. I'm a teacher at the middle school. And yeah. like we said earlier, I'm originally from um, from Mobile, but went to Ole Miss and met Parks there, and um, I'm a speech therapist. I work part-time, and we've got four young kids and one on the way, so I'm doing a lot of momming, too. Yeah, you do. Tell us your how. How did you meet? How we met Parks. I'll let you. Um. Well, we met several times. I never remembered Parks the first few times, but claimed I did. Yeah, I had to meet Vance several times before she remembered me. But my first memory of Vance is being in one of those late level college classes. I think it was a film class where everybody falls asleep during the movie when they turn the lights off. Um, And Vance was always late every class. But when, she, but when she walked in, she dressed totally differently from your typical Ole Miss sorority girl. Um, at that time, they were wearing like oversized sorority short shirts yeah. and like extremely short shorts and leggings. And no matter what season, mm-hmm. yeah, I guess in winter they'd wear leggings and summer no leggings, and it was all stupid. <laughs> but Vance would walk in in like a full on like red dress, and Vance is like. She appeared to be like 6'5", but she's like 5'11", a good tall 5'11". Uh, looks like a, a supermodel type build and just looks different from your typical Mississippi girl that you would see walk through. And so I would always notice her and I would always take a nap in that film class. <laughs> for some reason, Vance always got in trouble for it, I guess because she was late and looked more conspicuous than me. And I, I got to sit, I had to sit in the front because I was always late. So I was always the first one caught. Yeah, I always found the right seat to avoid to, for the right angles to be able to fall asleep. During, and I even enjoyed the films, but I couldn't stay awake. It was like four o'clock in the afternoon in a college environment, just impossible to stay awake. And so that was our first, I guess that was our first That was the first time I noticed her. The now, first actual meeting yeah, I saw her a couple of times on the square in Oxford. That's where everybody hangs out. Uh, the downtown area, there's bars and restaurants and stuff. And I would see her on the square, like smoking a cigarette or something, oh, which I'm God. sure she yeah. doesn't want to It's so embarrassing now. to say that now. Oh, of course, I didn't really smoke or drink back then, but I'd walk up and be like, hey, can I bum a cigarette? Even though I didn't smoke at all. And I would sit there and be like, hey, you know, we had a class together. And, uh, She's like, yeah, I remember you. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> and she didn't. Um, it wasn't until after I graduated college that we met again, and she finally did remember me, which is another story. It was a, it was a bar encounter, right? That's right. He wow. came up to me, and I was, you know, when women change their hair color, it's usually a sign of a big shift, you know? If you're going to go from blonde to brunette, it's usually a dramatic, uh, something dramatic going on in your life. And I recently... Uh, dyed my hair really dark and he came up to me and I mean, no introduction of himself or anything. I'm, we're sitting at the bar and he walks up to me. He's like, didn't you used to be blonde? <laughs> um, yeah. Hi, who are you? Yeah. That so was that, our- that was during uh, the time that I knew you sharing, cause we were in teacher corps together, mm-hmm. uh, Mississippi teacher corps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, we lived in Batesville, and we would go over to Oxford pretty often to go out and stuff. And uh, I think I was going to like a, maybe a three, six mafia concert. <laughs> and I was, I was uh, pre gaming. So at this point I did drink and did drink a lot. And uh, we were 
pre-gaming at a, a bar called Parrish's, a classic bar in Oxford called Parrish's, which is no longer there, sadly. Oh, it's great. And uh, saw Vance watching the Cubs. And I'm sort of a mild fan of the Chicago Cubs. And, uh, yeah, I walked up to her and said, didn't you used to have blonde hair? It's exactly, I think, what I said. And she said, yeah, and we got to talking about the Cubs, sort of, pretending like I knew a lot about the Cubs. And she pretended like she knew a lot about the Cubs. <laughs> and uh, we talked. And as I recall, I think you told your friend, hey, he was actually pretty cute, wasn't he? And then wow. that's how you remember me. Yeah. And then the rest is history. See? <laughs> All right. We're going to take a pause right there, but we'll be back with Parks and Vance in just a few minutes. Thanks for listening to Ship Talk in the 97.9 The Hill. You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon. Welcome back to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I am your host, Sharon, joined by good friends Parks and Vance from New Albany, Mississippi. They were just sharing their how they met story with us. It was a good old-fashioned college bar story. Well, y'all had y'all had some good story before that also, but I know you're, it wasn't all smooth sailing after that. Am I right? There, there were some ups and downs in the relationship. There were a few waves here and there. <laughs> yeah, like tidal waves. Um, I would definitely say it was not a... Uh, uh, mm, I don't know the word. It wasn't just smooth sailing. Let's just say very, that for sure. Very rocky and the waters were hard to navigate. <laughs> well, I, I purposely brought that up because Vance, I remember you telling me a story about, I don't remember the story in details, but I remember it felt very cinematic. Uh, Parks, you and Parks had broken up. There was like running to each other down a street in the rain nighttime tell us about that there was there was a very a very dramatic reunion parks do you want to do you want to um elaborate on that we we broke up and got back together several times throughout our relationship no he broke up with me i never i don't think i ever wanted to break up with you um but i knew parks was the guy for me and the one for me and i just had to Mm -hmm. um convince him of it and uh, the the famous uh, running up the hill, meeting at the stop sign at the top of the hill. Uh, you, you go for it, Parks. Do you remember it better than I do? Yeah, just to offer a little background, um, I basically had one girlfriend my entire life. Like one, okay. one person I ever went on a date with my entire life. And that was the, the first girlfriend I had in college. And we had a pretty bad breakup, terrible experience. Can't go into that whole story. Okay. Um, and and I mentioned earlier that I didn't really drink or do anything like that. And so I kind of was a late bloomer, so to speak. So I was, I was just kind of enjoying my first years of college when I was like 20. And Vance had already enjoyed her years of college and she was like 15 probably. <laughs> That's so, probably right. That's probably right. And so, you know, I was still kind of, uh, as they say, sowing some wild oats, so to speak. And I wasn't really ready to settle down again into another relationship. Uh, even though I liked Vance and everything, I, I kind of was worried about committing into another long-term relationship. Well, you're 20, so I think that's very, very normal. Although I think I was like 22 or 3 when Vance finally remembered me. I can't remember how old <laughs> I was. Um, so, you know, that's the background of me breaking up with her, as she puts it. Well, I guess that's how it was. But I uh, 
there was one night where I was sort of kind of barely going on dates with another girl. Who happened to be Miss Ole Miss. Wait. Maybe maybe you could edit that out. Yes, no. It was Miss Ole Miss, like the beauty queen. Her, her friend, her friend, Jen. That that should be edited out because we weren't really dating. You <laughs> went on dates. Yes, yeah. yes, you did. You went on dates with Miss Ole Yes. But yes. it was more of a friend thing. There was just one night where I where I just said, you know what? She's not really the one for me. There's one person that's really, you know, probably right for me. And uh, I realized that it was Vance. And so what I did was I just put down the phone from trying to call this other girl. And I ran out of my friend's condo in Oxford. And I did basically a full sprint, probably a mile, full sprint of a mile. We're talking like a Harry Met Sally. When you realize, you know, the one you want to be with. You know, you yeah, so I go jogging that person right away. Yeah, jogging, well, sprinting past the uh, cemetery in Oxford, like full speed towards the square. Vance lives on the other side of the square, and she just so happens to be walking out of her house on the other side of the square. And we just see each other and we collide <laughs> like that song, <laughs> You and I collide. <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, and, so cheesy. And we just, you know, smooch right there on the corner, <laughs> um, very I romantically. Love- I love that so much, Vance. That's like every every girl's rom com. It was a, it was very rom com for sure. We had a lot of little moments like that. I think our very first kiss. I remember we were. Oh gosh, uh, this the is the corniest so, thing. This ever. is the corniest thing you've ever heard. We were. It was so corny. Both of us looked at each other at the same time, like this is cringy. <laughs> we 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 talked all night long, all night long. We were in the kitchen. He finally was getting ready to kiss me, and right as we kissed, it was the Beatles. It was like, here comes the sun. Right as it happened. So every time I hear that song now, I think about just that cringe. Where it was, it was too cheesy to be enjoyable. But we both like weird. Looking out about back, it. looking back, that song was so true because it was the arrival of the sun for each of us. You know, we that. kind of saved each other's lives in a way. I would say, um, and that. That song is cheesy. I literally said, I can't do this. This is too cheesy for me. Uh, so we stopped kissing because of the song. But looking back, it was a revelation that, yeah, this is the sun. This is the light of my life, so to speak. And I don't mean that in a cheesy way. I mean that literally as in this is the path that has been revealed to me that I need to be going on. I just didn't know it at the time. I would agree. And, and, and speaking of path events, you've mentioned – before that you and Parks have taken a bit of a kind of different path than some of your friends. So tell us a little bit about, about where you went. Well, sure. I think um, we are, I'm from Mobile and the birthplace of Mardi Gras and Carnival, you know, all have its origins in Catholicism. And I was born and raised Catholic and Parks is a convert to Catholicism. I guess you've been Catholic, what, five years now? Something like that. Five years, five or six years. Um, but we're actually practicing Catholics, which is which is rare to find these days. And I, um, like I mentioned earlier, we have um, four girls and a baby boy on the way. And um, that leads to a lot of questions and, a, and is a different, a different path than I think a lot of people our age take. And um, I know that many think we're a little nuts and maybe we are, but it's it's been really fulfilling and I, I feel really, really happy and, and satisfied and confident in the, 
in the path that we've decided to to take. Vance, what does the little old lady at the the post office tell you? Oh man, the little old lady at the post office. Um, are you pregnant again? And then we get we get all sorts of comments. I mean, you got to slow down, son. Do you know what causes that? Uh, I mean, are y'all done yet? I mean, there we could go on for hours with the one-liners for sure. Um, you know what causes it? Yeah, that's I heard my that favorite. At least oh. Eight hundred times. Um, yeah, we like it. Uh, <laughs> just want to say back sometimes. Um, Adam, do you want to do you want to add anything to that, Parks? Sure. Um, I could talk for uh, five hours. Um, I grew up, a, you know, a, a Protestant in North Mississippi, which is the most Bible Belt of the Bible Belt. Right. And I think people from outside Christianity don't understand how different Catholicism is from "quote unquote" Bible Belt Protestant Christianity. Um, culturally and uh, belief-wise. So, you know, it took me a while to warm up to the Catholic faith, but Vance, uh, what I admired about her initially was that she took her faith very seriously and actually practiced it. Um, Not to say that she didn't make mistakes in her faith, but she attempted to practice her faith, which is very refreshing to me. Um, Someone who claimed a certain religion actually practiced it. And uh, over time, I uh, warmed up to and got to know the Catholic Church and then slowly fell in love with the church as well uh, while I was falling in love with Vance. And, uh, you know, we've, we've chosen to uh, practice uh, the faith in what the faith teaches um, and not just kind of pick and choose what we like about the faith uh, just to go to a church because it's, the, it's actually not the socially acceptable thing to do in North Mississippi. It's there are very few Catholics here. It's looked at almost like a cult in North Mississippi, the Catholic Church. I want to stop you right there because right. uh, we're out of time, but I, I want to keep talking about this when we get back. I think that's really interesting. Thanks for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. We'll be back with you in a few minutes. You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon. Welcome back to Ship Talking. I'm your host, Sharon, joined by Parks and Vance. Parks, you were telling us about converting to Catholicism after getting married and how rare it is to be an observant Catholic in northern Mississippi, right? Right. Well, it's rare to be in a, a Catholic at all in north Mississippi um, until we've had a, a recent, um, a lot of immigration from Central America. Uh, and so the, the Catholic numbers are a lot higher, but but in the culture that I grew up in personally, there's almost no Catholics. And so Catholics are viewed pretty much like, I guess, a weird cult, maybe. Yeah, it's not mainstream at all. Uh, and nobody knows anything about it. And I didn't know anything about it growing up. So I was slowly drawn to it through Vance. Um, and of course, that's longer than I can talk about in, in this particular podcast. But um, I don't know if you want to weigh in on that, Vance. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's, um, I think it's intriguing to a lot of people. People are kind of weirded out about it, but also interested and, and people have a lot of questions, you know, um, it used to be really off putting to me because I think I'm a pretty private person for the most part, but, um, 
recently I, I've learned to kind of just, you just got to open up to them and let them know exactly, you know, they want to know really personal questions. Like, well, didn't you use birth control? Well, okay, let me. I wasn't going to go there. Well, I'm just going to say it. Um, but I mean, I, I would usually say, well, that's none of your business, but I've recently decided, you know, I, I'm going to engage that question and I'm going to tell you exactly what we are doing and welcome to welcome to the Catholic faith. And we practice natural family planning and it's really tough and requires a lot of discipline and, you know, living out your faith in any true way is tough stuff. It's not, it's not for the weak, but I'm glad to have a wonderful helpmate to, to help me do that. And then we're doing the best we can, but it's been very fulfilling and it's a good path. And after four girls, you finally have a boy on the way. How does that work? It's crazy. We still don't believe it for real. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's mind blowing. Seriously, I can't wrap my brain around it. Um, I wish we this show is a lot longer. I feel like I have a lot of questions for you, and would love to sit down and talk with you for a longer amount of time. But it's a short show. I I like to end with something kind of uplifting and fun. So what I've done, I've given Parks in Vance a bunch of questions from a blog titled 150 unique questions for married couples and they have both picked one or two i don't know how much they picked and they're gonna ask each other all ready all right parks you go first okay go all right so vance i'm gonna ask you this and this is gonna be a really tough one for you what five people alive or dead would you invite to a dinner party (laughs) do they have to be they have to be real they can't be fictional people yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna real. Go over, um, Jesus. Okay, I picked one. That's got to be number one for a Christian. Okay, so you go to the next one. We'll do, we'll do it together. I'll do Jesus also. No, you can't. No, you have to pick a different. Jesus twice. Wait, so we're both doing this question? Yeah, we're okay. both doing. I, I guess this is gonna be the only question. Cause, okay. <laughs> all right. So if she's doing Jesus, oh man. Oh wait, I have. Uh, I I want Theodore Roosevelt. I want that Roosevelt That's special big on golf there between Jesus I know. and Teddy Roosevelt. I watched that Roosevelt special on PBS. I've been fascinated with him ever since. He, would be, he would be fun at a dinner party. Yes, I would pick him. Okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and bring the person who helped to bring the party originally, which is Mary, who told him to turn the water into wine. So the Virgin Mary. <laughs> okay. So Jesus, Teddy Roosevelt, the Virgin Mary. Someone doesn't fit in that. <laughs> um, go ahead. Oh, gosh. <sighs> I've got more if you want me to name. Okay, go, go. I'm going to bring my favorite writer and very fun person, uh, G.K. Chesterton. Yeah, I was thinking him. Okay. He would be very fun. And him and Teddy would have a great time at a dinner party. They actually party. met at a dinner party. They actually did meet at a dinner party, yeah. The writer, G.K. Chesterton, and uh, Teddy Roosevelt uh, met one time. And uh, G.K. really star. likes uh, Mary and Jesus. All right, you got to throw That's in a That's four people star. already. I know. Though. Our final guest has got to be a wild card. Ooh, a dinner party. Well, I'm personally going to throw in Norm MacDonald. <laughs> Okay, I'll take Norm McDonald. I will take that just that to watch a, you laugh. That would be a pretty awesome dinner party. Jesus, Mary, <laughs> Teddy Roosevelt, G.K. Chesterton, and Norm McDonald would, would be one of the better dinner parties. But there are so many, like I could name, like from like if I had a Norm Mississippi McDonald. dinner party, you know, there are just so many, like B.B. King would be invited, Muddy Waters, um, people like that. Um, there, I would have a lot of different categories. Faulkner would be fun at a dinner party if you get him in the right drunken mood. But... There's lots of dinner parties we could have to sum it all up. Thank you for flying with that question. Great answers, Parks and Vance. You have been so lovely. I've enjoyed catching up with you. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Sharon. We enjoyed it. We enjoyed it.
All right. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Ship Talking on Apple Podcasts. Drop us five stars in a review. That would be great. And thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time on Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. You've been listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine on 97.9 The Hill. For more episodes, visit the on-demand page of our website, chapelboro.com. She has them say brand new.